what's up everybody welcome to a brand new episode of the reveal rob show i am of course your host reveal rob and i'm super stoked at the fact i'm recording this episode right now at 11 11 man i see that number every single day <laughs> every day i see that combination of numbers um i did some research on it before i completely forgot what it was all about but apparently it has something to do with somebody watching over you or spiritual guidance or something like that but um it's interesting man i see that every single day and it's pretty cool that i started recording this episode right at that time look at that already off the rails, or am I? I'm never on the rails, right? And just freaking swinging around, you know, just doing swinging around sounds dirty. <laughs> it sounds super dirty. Let's veer back. Uh, I was trying to make a pun about what I, um, no, we're not doing that. Anyways, hope everybody out there is doing good, having a good time, having fun. Hope you all had a great uh, week. Whenever the last time you listened to me, great day. I don't know when the last time you listened to me, but um, hope everything is going great with everybody out there. Me personally, doing pretty good, pretty good. Pretty long day, to be honest with you. Pretty long day. Um, didn't get much sleep last night. But, you know, it happens. That's life sometimes. But, you know, still same on me. Doing my thing. Uh, over the weekend, didn't watch any movies. Did not continue my list uh, gathering for horror movies from uh, In Search of Darkness or Eli Ross' History of Horror. Because I finally played a video game for the first time in I don't know how long. Um, it's been a while. And, you know, I finally got, uh, my nephew gave me his copy of Spider-Man for the PlayStation 4, and I've been playing that game the last two days and having an absolute freaking blast with it. Um, it is very much like I expected it to be. It is very much a carbon copy of the Arkham video games, just with, you know, Spider-Man instead of Batman. There's little differences and all that stuff. Uh, I will say the swinging, and that's what I was trying to punt at earlier, because I was playing Spider-Man game, you know, he swings around the city. Um, that was that's fun man that's pretty fun to be swinging around from building to building and had to get used to it at first i was kind of running into buildings and then running up buildings and crawling across them instead of swinging and all that stuff got used to it at this point but you know it's been fun so far it's a fun game definitely interested in the other the other game the miles morales game and where they're going from there but super i'm having fun with it super stoked and excited about the fact i got i, I unlocked i guess you get like credits for things during the game and um I unlocked the amazing Spider-Man suit, so I've been using that suit the whole time, except for when I put on the uh, the uh, stealth suit, because that thing looks really cool as well. The Night Monkey, is that what they call it in the movie? I haven't watched the movie in a while, but I think it was called the Night Monkey in the latest Spider-Man movie. And I use that one where I'm like <laughs> just doing random missions, but uh, I've been using the amazing Spider-Man suit, and it's so awesome. I've said it hundreds of thousands of times already on this show that uh, Andrew Garfield Spider-Man is my favorite Spider-Man. So as soon as I saw that suit was available, I'm like, boom, bang, let's change. We're putting this suit on the whole time. The regular suit in the game's fine. It's cool. But, you know, again, if I can do the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man, freaking A, let's go. Um, but that's basically what I've been up to. <laughs> and that's the whole spiel. So let's uh, start off the news with a scream, shall we? Um, pun game is on point today because first bit of news I got is scream news. Uh, over the weekend, we've got some news about the Scream film that is coming January 14th, 2022. And, you know, we've been going back and forth about this movie. What's it going to be about? What are they doing? Is it, a, is it a sequel? Is it a reboot? Is it a remake? What is it? Well, Courtney Cox, who you may know as the, one of the stars of the series, one of the three main stars of the series, who plays Gail Weathers, was recently on the Drew Barrymore show, and she let out some teases for what the show is going to be about saying, quote, this is the fifth one, it's not Scream 5, though. Well, <laughs> that's interesting. And she went on to say, this is Scream, it's a new franchise. So, 
can unravel things there. And going forward, she goes on to say that, quote, it's hip, it's scary, just a new scream, it's not a reboot, it's not a remake, it's just a brand new launch. So, from the sounds of that, that is very much not what I think a lot of us were expecting. A lot of us are expecting, especially with, you know, Nev returning and Courtney returning and David Arquette returning and other characters returning. We all thought it was like, okay, well, it's going to be Scream 5, right? And then when we heard that the name of the movie was just simply Scream, we're like, okay, well, this is going to be like Halloween in 2018. It's going to be a sequel, but they're just going to use the same name. Well, now it sounds like this is just a restart. Even though she said it's not a reboot and it's not a remake, it's a brand new launch. I mean, this is, so we're just doing new Scream movies? We're like rebooting the franchise, but not actually rebooting a franchise? Is that what we're getting at? I think Courtney Cox doesn't completely know what's going on. I mean, that's what it kind of sounds like. So the idea of the movie, it seems, is that we're starting over, is what I'm getting from what she's saying. That this is everything that happened in the past Scream-wise doesn't matter and we're just starting a brand new scream with characters from the past it doesn't sound right does it <laughs> it just doesn't sound right when you when you kind of pull up the pieces apart and everything i, I don't know I, I why bring back the original characters if we're doing a brand new scream you know am i missing something here i don't think i'm missing anything it's not a reboot it's not a remake it's a brand new launch, is what she says. So, so with a quick Google search here, the term reboot signifies a new start to an established fictional universe, work, or series. So, going back to what she said, it's a brand new launch. So, brand new launch, or new start, to an established fictional universe. So if we're doing a brand new launch. She's saying it's not a reboot. And this is a brand new launch. So the fictional universe we know in Scream. Is going to be restarted. Is that what we're going with? It's a reboot. <laughs> you know. Unless we're in a new fictional universe. For a new series. A reboot discards continuity. To recreate its characters. So. <laughs> what are they doing with Scream? What are they doing with Scream? If it's not a reboot and it's not a remake, it's just a fresh take. Is what it sounds like. It sounds like we're completely forgetting about everything we've seen in the other movies. And going forward with a brand new thing. Which is very interesting. You know? Because for a while we're like, oh, this is going to be Scream 5. And here we go. Quick Google shirts of a remake is a production of a film, television series, video game, or similar form of entertainment that is based upon an earlier production. Remake tells the same story as the original, but uses a different cast and may alter the theme or target audience. It's just interesting where we're like, oh, it's not a remake or a reboot. We're just bringing back these characters we already know from the Scream franchise. I don't know, man. I don't know. I think she's going way too far to try to... I don't know. Maybe I'm missing something. Maybe I'm going too far. Who knows? Let's go to another bit of news. I already talked about that enough. Uh, Catherine Hahn, who everybody has fallen in love with because of WandaVision, has joined the extremely huge cast of Knives Out 2. As I reported before, we've got Dave Bautista in that bad boy. Daniel Craig is, of course, reprising his role as Detective Blanc. 
Uh, and we've got announced that Catherine Hahn has joined the cast, Janelle Monet has joined the cast, and Edward Norton have joined the cast of this movie. And they're stacking up, obviously, a bunch of talented people. That's what they did with the first movie, where they had a lot of talented people. So, I'm in, man. I like the first Knives Out movie a lot, and, you know, Catherine Hahn's awesome. She's having a freaking heck of a ride right now. And can't wait to see what they're doing with this movie. This movie's going to be fun. We still don't have any real idea of what the movie's going to be about, but... Hey, I'm in, man. I am in. Especially, it's, it's hilarious, because the first film, when I saw the trailer, I was interested. But the main reason I saw it was because I'm a huge Jamie Lee Curtis fan. She's one of my favorite actresses. I'm like, heck yeah, I'm seeing that movie. And I went out, and I'm like, this movie was friggin' awesome. <laughs> you know? So, now I'm kind of invested in the Knives Out series, and kind of excited to see where that goes and what they do, but... I mean, that cast, man, Catherine Hahn, Dave Bautista, Janelle Monet, Edward Norton, and Daniel Craig so far. So, they've got the talent, man. They have got the talent lined up and ready to go. Can't wait, man. Super stoked and excited for that one. Uh, let's see, Zack Snyder's talked about Warner Brothers have been anti-Snyder, <laughs> anti-Snyder, and aggressively anti-Snyder, saying, quote, Warner Brothers has been aggressively anti-Snyder. If you will, Snyder admitted reinforcing the studio's stance on his DCEU universe. Quote, what can I say clearly? They're not interested in my take, but I would also say that they certainly weren't interested, I would have said originally, in my take on Justice League. They certainly made decisions about that. Uh, which they did. They weren't interested in doing a Snyder Cut until that took over the universe. So, there you go. It goes on to say, quote, I don't know... What could be done as you go forward other than I think the fan movement is so strong and the fan community intention is so pure and I really have this huge respect for it. He goes on to say I would hope that cooler heads would prevail with the studio and they would see that there's massive fandom that wants more of it but who knows what they'll do. So Zack Snyder's cut of Justice League, I believe it's just called Zack Snyder's Justice League at this point, has been a huge hit man. People absolutely loved it. A lot of numbers came in for uh, HBO Max. So, I mean, they'd be fools not to decide to continue on with that universe. He showed a picture recently of his Green Lantern in the movie that obviously was not in the Snyder Cut, so there's still stuff that wasn't in that movie. But, man, you know, you would hope that they would go. I get that they're trying to move forward into a different direction, but I don't know. I mean, especially with stuff like HBO Max, you have it where you can be like, hey, this is the HBO Max universe, just like you have the Arrowverse on CW. It wouldn't be that hard of a thing to really do. It's just a matter of what you're trying to do and where you're trying to go. So hopefully, like he said, hopefully Cooler has prevail. I'll get back to the Warner stuff here in a second. Uh, but while talking DC, which is still kind of Warner, <laughs> um, Margot Robbie has been pestering the Warner Brothers to bring in Poison Ivy for a Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy team up, saying, quote, trust me, I chewed their ear off about it all the time. They must be sick of hearing it, but I'm like, Poison Ivy, Poison Ivy, come on, let's do it. I'm very keen to see a Harley-Poison Ivy relationship on screen. It'd be so fun, so I'll keep pestering them, don't worry. And they have a team. They're uh, teamed up in the comics, and I believe they're teamed up on the Harley Quinn cartoon show that I have not watched on HBO Max, but I've heard really good things about it. Um, I'm fine with it. I mean, we need a Poison Ivy. Why not bring in Poison Ivy to be reintroduced to her? Uh, if you do a Birds of Prey 2, I guess you can do that. Um, which I think she was supposed to be in the first Birds of Prey, was she not? If I remember correctly. Like when they first started talking about the movie, I think they mentioned Poison Ivy and uh, Batgirl. Maybe. Uh, that was 
years ago. <laughs> that was years ago. But yeah, man, I'm all for it, man. Bring bring Poison Ivy in. We haven't seen Poison Ivy on the big screen since what Uma Thurman, and she was on the Gotham show in a couple different versions. So yeah, I mean, why not? Poison Ivy's a great character. Uh, she's awesome in the Arkham game. So. Why not? Hopefully they'll get to that. And I'm sure they're listening to Margot Robbie as she's been... One of the things people have not hated about the DCEU in the worldwide scape. I've loved pretty much everything from the DCEU. Except for Josh Whedon's Justice League. But, you know, hey. We'll see what they're doing. Because right now, I don't know what's going on at uh, Warner Media when it comes to things. Because apparently, today, this news came out that AT&T, who owns Warner Media right now has decided to sell Warner Media, which includes HBO and Warner Brothers, to Discovery, which they say will create a premier, standalone, global entertainment company. Um, I didn't dive too much into that because, you know, it's got to pass laws and it's got to go through this and it's got to go through that. But my reasoning I bring it up is I wonder if it will change anything about who's in charge over there. At Warner Media, because there seems to be an issue, and there seems to be a problem. I, I love, like I said, I love the DC EU. I've been fine with it. I love DC in general. That's my uh, that's my superhero realm. But you give Marvel credit where credit's due. They at least have a plan and an idea together. And it seems like half the time, Warner and Warner Brothers in DC are in conflict about what they want to release and what they want to do. And while I've enjoyed a lot of the content, it's always like, oh, it could have been so much better if they, if Warner Brothers would have just let it be. Which is crazy to think about because, freaking, I love the Harry Potter universe and that's Warner Brothers. And it's like, well, you know, you let JK have her say and stuff. Let the DC people do what they want to do. And, I don't know, it's weird. So maybe, who knows what this sale will do. If Warner Media will stay... With the same people in charge, or if it will move to a different uh, viewpoint, especially with so many people talking about wanting the Snyderverse to continue and wanting you know other things to happen. Who knows? Maybe they'll listen to that and decide to go a different route. It's very much up in the air right now about what's happening there. But like I said, I don't hate the DCEU at all. I enjoy it a lot. Um, but I would like to see the creators be allowed to create, if that makes sense. You know, just let them do the thing. Let them do the thing. <laughs> All right, moving over to Netflix world, we've got news that Millie Bobby Brown and Henry Cavill will be returning for an Enola Holmes a sequel on the Netflix. The sequel is being developed and produced by Legendary in partnership with Netflix. After, of course, the streaming service acquired the worldwide rights, except for China, to the first film last year. Uh, in the first 28 days after its release last September, Netflix estimates that 76 million households tuned in to the first Enola Holmes film. Again, I'm, I'm excited for this. I think I reviewed, I'm pretty sure I reviewed Enola Holmes on a previous episode of the show, and I liked the movie. I thought the movie was uh, pretty good. And I've been on record, I think Millie Bobby Brown is the absolute future of acting. She's so freaking good at what, how old is she? I don't know how old she is. Um, <laughs> but she's it doesn't matter. I mean, if you're a good actress, you're a good actress. And she's freaking fantastic. And so that's good. Love Henry Cavill. I mean, he's always awesome. Be it freaking Superman or freaking 
Mission Impossible. You know, Henry Cavill is awesome. There's no doubt about it. So that's that's exciting that there's an Enola Holmes 2 coming. Can't wait, man. I'm excited and ready for that. And, you know, Millie Bobby Brown continues to be busy. Uh, let's see. Jungle Cruise. Starring Dwayne of The Rock Johnson. They just put Dwayne Johnson. It's Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Fuck you. And Emily Blunt. This will... It's been announced that this movie will... Why am I talking like... William Shatner. <laughs> um, Jungle Cruise has been announced that it will be premiering simultaneously in theaters and on Disney Plus on July 30th. Now remember, this is not like HBO Max when the movie is simultaneously in theaters and on the streaming service. Disney Plus decides to charge you $30 to watch the movie on the service that you're already paying for. Again, HBO Max, you pay for HBO Max, you got the movie when it releases. Like uh, the movie I'm reviewing this week. Movie released this weekend. And... Freaking, you can watch it right away on streaming. So, didn't have to pay extra for it, but Disney's going to charge you $30 for it. So, there you go. If you're not wanting to go to a movie theater, which, that's why I did since our last episode. Went to the freaking movies. <laughs> uh, if you want to stay at home and pay $30 to watch the movie, then there you go. Um, I haven't looked into it. I've heard people say that once you pay the $30, you like get the the release of the movie when it's released. I don't know. I haven't looked too much into it because it's still just... I don't know, man. Um, but at the same time, there isn't really any Disney movies coming out that I'm like, I'm going to pay $30 to see this other than probably Cruella. But I would see that in theaters anyways. So, uh, fuck Black Widow. I'm not paying that much money for it. I'm definitely not paying that much money for Jungle Cruise. So, yeah, I don't get it. I mean, again, for families, it's probably a deal, right? I mean, what, $30, so... I mean, it's really not a deal. Again, like I just mentioned with HBO Max, you're paying for the service and they give you a movie. Free. <laughs> you know? Um, Disney's charging you $30. So, whatever. There you go. Jungle Cruise, you have the option to go see it in theaters or at home. Whatever works for you. Um, also, looking at other films, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings and Free Guy will both be exclusive to theaters for 45 days before they transition to streaming. That is a change because it used to be 90 days, I want to say. Movies that were in theaters for 90 days, and then they would go to streaming um, service or release for, you know, rental and all that stuff. Um, so, yeah, it's now down to 45 days. Now, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, that is the next MCU movie after Black Widow, if I'm correct. And Free Guy, that is a movie starring Ryan Reynolds, a sci-fi action movie. That movie's coming out August 13th. And Shang-Chi is coming out on September 3rd. There you go. If you don't want to see those in theaters, 45 days, you can see it at home. <laughs> uh, let's see. John Boyega will be starring in a sequel to 2011's Attack the Block. Cool. <laughs> I have not seen Attack the Block. This will be The sequel will be a follow-up film, which is a decade after the release of the original and is currently in the early stages of development. Uh, John Boyega, you know him probably mostly for uh, Star Wars, the latest trilogy. He was he was Finn. I freaking blinked so hard on that. I was about to say Finn. I'm like, he's Finn, right? But I blinked so hard on his name. Uh, but yeah, he's Finn. You might know him mostly for playing Finn. But uh, Attack the Block, I've heard relatively good things about that movie. I haven't seen it. But um, 10 years later, man, maybe it's time for me to see it. <laughs> you know, it took me... Probably even longer to finally watch the Matrix movie. So uh, I'll see it eventually. But I've heard good things about it. I want to say maybe Mark 
told me about it. Let me know. You listen to my show sometimes, Mark. Let me know if, you, uh, if you're if you the one who told me about Attack the Block. But for good things about it is getting a sequel. Good on them, man. Why not? Uh, let's see. Movies that are being made yet again after being recently remade. Uh, Pet Cemetery. New Pet Cemetery movie is in the works over at Paramount for Paramount+. Plus. Uh, sources say the plot direction is still being figured out and a prequel is not guaranteed at this time. The movie is being written by the same person who wrote the 2019 film, which did go on to make $113 million on a reported $21 million budget. That movie made some money. Holy crap. Um, I didn't hate that movie, by the way. I think I've heard mixed feelings on that movie. I didn't hate it. With that said, I have not seen it since seeing it in theaters. I have not been in a rush to go back and watch the movie, but I didn't hate it. Um, so it's pretty interesting that they're doing a, well, it says a movie is in the works. It doesn't specify if it's a prequel, if it's a new movie, if it's a sequel. Who knows, man? Maybe it's a new dealio. I don't know. But either way, we're getting more pet cemetery. I don't want to be buried in a pet cemetery. Freaking what a song. <laughs> I didn't just make that song up either. That's a freaking, that's a Ramon song. Check it out if you don't know it. All right, well, there you go. Um, All right, last piece of news here. Pretty interesting little piece of news here. Bring It On is getting its own horror movie. That's right. The cheerleader movie Bring It On is getting its own horror movie. It's titled Bring It On Halloween, which will, will premiere in 2022 sometime. Uh, hey, we got a synopsis. Held down by the restrictive rules, an embattled cheerleading squad seeks the freedom of a creepy closed school gym to practice for regionals. But when members of the squad start to disappear, the cheerleaders must unmask their assailant to save themselves. (laughs) Hey, hey, uh, this was announced, uh, over at over the weekend during a sci-fi event, where it was also announced... The Chucky series, Day of the Dead series, and a remake of Slumber Party Massacre, all for Siffy Man Sci-Fi. S-Y-F-Y. So cool. There you go. Um, I mean, why not? <laughs> and also, just going to say it, this brings on a whole new meaning to the cheer. Be aggressive. Be, be aggressive. <laughs> Yeah, I did it. Shut up. All right. Um, I introduced this thing last on last week's episode. I'm going to keep doing it, man, as long as I can. Uh, we've got some stuff releasing this week. we got some new movies hitting the release this week. So let's go over some of these bad boys or girls, whatever they are. Let's go over these bad movies. Are, are they good movies? Who knows? We'll see. Um, first up, we've got Army of the Dead, rated R, 2 hours, 28 minutes, action, crime, horror. It was on Netflix. This is after a zombie outbreak in Las Vegas. A group of mercenaries take the ultimate gamble by venturing into the quarantine zone for the greatest heist ever. This movie was released in theaters last week on a limited basis and is officially hitting Netflix this week. Uh, Let's see. We've got Blast Beat. One hour, 45 minutes. Drama. When a family leaves their native Columbia. (laughs) I talk too fast sometimes. All right. When a family leaves their native Columbia for the United States in the summer of 99, a metalhead science prodigy and his aimless younger brother struggle to align the American dream with their new reality. 
this movie is being released limited in theaters and will be on streaming. Or is on streaming. Uh, American Fighter, rated R, 1 hour, 38 minutes, action, biography. In this gritty action tale, a young wrestler competes in the world of underground fighting to raise money for his ailing mother. But will he survive the next match? Ooh. Limited theaters and streaming. All of this is this Friday as the recording of this episode. Uh, Psycho Gorman will be hitting Shudder this weekend. It is not rated. It's one hour, 35 minutes. It's a comedy, horror, and a sci-fi. After unearthing a gym that controls an evil monster looking to destroy the universe, a young girl and her brother use it to make him do their bidding. Ooh, that is hitting Shudder. Again, I cannot recommend Shudder enough. Great service. Uh, let's see. The Dry. D-R-Y. The Dry. Rated R. One hour, 57 minutes. Crime, drama, mystery. Uh, Aaron Falk returns to his drought-stricken hometown to attend a tragic funeral, but his return opens a decades-old wound. The unsolved death of a teenage girl. Yeah. Limited theaters and streaming. Four Good Days, rated R, one hour, 40 minutes, drama. A mother helps her daughter work through four crucial days of recovering from substance abuse. Uh, streaming. Movie stars Mila Kunis. Um, let's see. Seance, rated R, one hour, 32 minutes, horror, mystery. Camille Meadows is the new gal, or girl, <laughs> at the prestigious Academy for Girls. Soon after her arrival, six girls invite her to join them in a late-night ritual calling forth the spirit of a dead former student who reportedly haunts their halls. But, before morning, one of the girls is dead, leaving the others to wonder what they may have awakened. Seats, limited theaters, and streaming. And finally, we've got Sound of Violence, one hour, 34 minutes, crime, horror, thriller. A young girl recovers her hearing and gains abilities during the brutal murder of her family. Finding solace in the sounds of bodily harm as an adult, she pursues a career in music, composing her masterpiece through gruesome murders. That is streaming. So there you go. That's all of our releases releasing this week. Check them out if you get a chance. I will definitely be checking out Army of the Dead, and that will be on the next episode of Flixit, which can be found on my Patreon for only $4 a month. Can't wait. Join on, man. Got that coming soon. Um, and that'll do it for the news this week. I did briefly mention while going through the news that I, I hit theaters again, man. I hit the theaters again this week. Not this week. I've been to theaters yet this week. <laughs> Last week, I hit the theaters for the first time in a long time, since August, it seems. And... It felt great to be back, man. Just driving up to the theater, I was so happy. Giddy, if you'd say. A little giddy. And just parking there, walking up to the movie theater, just felt so awesome. Walked in there, got my ticket scanned, got my concession, and uh, went to the movie theater. Walked the hall, got super excited walking down the hall. And it's just so freaking... It felt great to be back in the movie theater. I saw Spiral. That it will be a Patreon-exclusive review as well for Nightmare on Review of Street Season 2. Saw Games. So... There you go. I'm going to take a break, and then we're going to come back and talk about this week's review for those who wish me dead. Be right back. 
Do you like to go to Halloween Horror Nights? Do you yourself like Hollow Scream, haunted attractions, ghostly encounters, and other scary things? Or maybe on the weekend, you like to summon a ghost or go find yourself a demon. If you do, then this is the podcast for you. Haunters! You can follow us every Wednesday on Podbean, Spotify, and iTunes. You can also follow us on Twitter and Facebook at Haunters Pod. Where we're ready to haunt you. Ah, wonderful. It comes off kind of creepy. We're keeping it! Why'd they put you in a fire tower? Well, I'm just lucky, I guess. I read the wind wrong. I should have gone to them. Then you've been dead too. That's our job. I want to see where the blood's coming from. It's not my blood. You in trouble? Anyone else in trouble? My dad said if anything happened, I should find someone I can trust. Are you someone I can trust? We promise absolutes. Act accordingly. Give me something else to worry about. everything in its path. You really want to die for this kid? Take a deep breath. Hold it. And lay back. What happens next? Welcome back to the show. Choked on my own spit there. <laughs> what a great way to come back to the show. Uh, all right. Anyways, that was the trailer for Those Who Wish Me Dead, starring Angelina Jolie. Uh, the movie is rated R. It's one hour and 40 minutes. It's an action drama thriller. This movie's rated R, really? Wait a minute. Yeah, apparently. It's rated R for strong violence and language throughout, which I get. There is some language in there. So, yeah. And there's some violence. <laughs> um... So yes, Those Who Wish Me Dead is the movie I'm looking at this week. It is rated R. Uh, Still reeling from the loss of three lives, Hannah is a smoke jumper who's perched in a watchtower high above the mountain wilderness. She soon encounters Connor, a skittish boy who's bloodied, traumatized, and on the run in the remote forest. As Hannah tries to bring him to safety, she's unaware of the real dangers to follow 
Two relentless killers hunting Connor in a fiery blaze, consuming everything in its path. The movie has a 6.1 out of 10 rating on IMDb and a 61% on Rotten Tomato. You know, in this movie, honestly, it was probably a movie I wouldn't have gone out to theaters to see off of first hearing about it. This is not me fully reviewing the movie yet. Just off of first impressions of the movie and in the trailer. Probably a movie I would not have gone out to theaters to see, just being honest. Uh, maybe... If I'm feeling like a uh, journey full, <laughs> it's not a word. Um, but if I feel it felt like, you know, hey, you know, maybe I will go see this. It's one of those movies. It's not like I'm not 100% sure I would see this one in theaters, you know. And. But it was interesting enough. And it's one of those things where I was freaking paused to search for a word for somewhere. I'm like, why am I going with this? <laughs> That's how these things work with me. I never have, like, stuff written down to do these shows other than, like, synopsis and stuff like that. I just freaking wing it. Um, so, it was always, it's interesting enough. It was interesting enough for me to want to be, to see it, for sure. And I, I would have definitely rented it if it wasn't in the position that it's in. But thankfully, uh, and people are freaking, there's some people who are still kind of crapping on this whole thing about Warner Brothers releasing movies same as day. But I'm glad they did it, man, because I checked this movie out. Uh, before I would ever get the chance to, most more than likely. So, with the movie, it starts off pretty quick. It's you know we're not waiting too long. Um, I actually have it paused right now. I watched the movie before I'm doing the recording. I have it. I restarted it just because I wanted to take a quick look at something again before watching it. And I've got it paused right here at the beginning. And not even three minutes in, there's a good bit of stuff that was going. There was something that was going on. And then there's still something that's coming after this moment here. So, the movie starts off pretty quickly. It's not like we're waiting too long for anything. It's not like we're waiting for something to happen. The movie starts off pretty quickly. Um, but it does slow down. And it slows down to do some, like, story catch-up. <laughs> so, we're learning more about Angelina Jolie's character. Because, you know, what we saw at the beginning of the movie, they're going to tell you a little bit more about... Pissed, uh, Piss, oh, good lord, <laughs> piece together her, her uh, story a little bit. And they do that a couple of times throughout the movie where they're piecing together her story and re reconfirming some things about her. And we're getting a backstory for uh, the kid, Connor, and his family. So they do that. And when they're doing that stuff, it's, you know, it's good storytelling. But at the most point, it's still, you know, it's kind of, it kind of slows things down. And that's kind of how this movie goes. It goes back and forth between action high pace drama slow it down a little bit slow it down <laughs> and it kind of seems slow a little bit the movie is only an hour and 40 minutes but you know the movie probably could have been an hour and 25 hour and 30 um not a big chunk of time but it's just some things where it's like eh, maybe we can have you know you know maybe it's just a little bit but overall it doesn't ruin the movie um there is a little bit of laughs here and there sprinkled in the movie from this time to time, you will get a chuckle. I, I got me. There's a couple chuckles I had with the movie. Um, and not laughing at the movie, just laughing where you know, you're supposed to laugh. Um, but most of all, the movie is mostly very serious. It's very toned to be serious. It is uh, very much a drama. It is very much a thriller. So um, I would honestly say it's more drama and thriller than action. There is action in the movie. Don't get me wrong. But it is mostly you know, drama, and we're building, we're building things, we're 
making you anticipate something. You're going to be waiting and wanting to see where this is going and what's going to happen. Are they going to get through it? Are they going to get through this? Are they going to get through that? Um, are they going to get away? What about the fire over here? Are they going to be able to get through this? Is the fire going to get them? Um, so they did a pretty good job with uh, making you guess and making you kind of feel certain ways. Um, the bad guys of the film. And you know what, let's not talk about the bad guys first. So Angelina Jolie is our main character. She's playing Hannah. I think she's good. I'm not one of those people that's ever been like a huge Angelina Jolie fan. Don't really hate her. But I've never been like, oh, she's one of my all-time favorite actresses. Or I'm going to watch this because she's in it. You know? One of those things, right? Does that make sense? It's, it's, never saw it, really sought out her work. Um, but I think she's good in the movie. I think she does very good in the movie. Uh, the kid playing Connor, he's good. I mean, overall, performances from the cast is pretty good. Uh, I can't really complain about any of the performances from the cast. I think they're all doing exactly what they need to do. Not any terrible acting in the bunch. So, you know, the acting-wise, they're good. Um, and, you know, like I said, Angelina Jolie does a really good job. Uh, and, again, not kissing up to her or anything. It's just I've never been a big fan of hers. But, you know, didn't hate her either. <laughs> but, you know, she did a good job. Uh, back to the bad guys. The bad guys of the film, really good. They're good. And they're freaking, they're actual bad guys. You know, they're freaking, they're there to do a job. They're there to do what they're supposed to do. And they're freaking relentless. They're ruthless. There's no compassion. They're just freaking, I don't think there's any compassion. Maybe when you watch the movie, maybe you feel a different way. But I feel no compassion in these killers. I think they're just straight up freaking bad guys and they don't waver all that much between being bad guys like it's straightforward you know that there's they are the threat and they're coming after you um there's some moments in the movie that had me like okay i want to see where this is going and there was a movie where i'm like fucking that's badass <laughs> so um the movie did what it needed to do again maybe felt a little bit longer maybe 10 to 15 minutes a little too long but other than that, the movie was good. You know, I don't hate the movie. I had a good time with the movie. I enjoyed it. Uh, 6.1 out of 10. I'd probably give it more like a 5.5, maybe. Um, I don't know, maybe a little bit higher. More than more talking about it. Because going in this movie, I talked about it a little bit earlier in the first half of the show. Didn't get much sleep last night. but And I was tired going into the movie. But the movie, I didn't fall asleep during it. Kept me awake. Kept me interested. And I will say, like one of those moments I was talking about where they're doing... When things were slowed down a little bit, I did pick up the phone. Um, got a little distracted, but it didn't completely distract me and be like, ah, will this movie ever end? I, I enjoyed it. I was fine with it. I wanted to see where some things were going. I wanted to see how they were going to get through some stuff. And, you know, I, I don't I don't hate the movie. I didn't hate the movie. I So for a movie that I wouldn't have gone out to theaters to see, I've enjoyed watching it. And... Honestly, I restarted it. I'll probably watch it again. I'm kind of interested in watching it again. And I'm probably not like right away, but you know, before it's gone off of HBO Max, I'd probably definitely give it another go. It wasn't, like I said, it wasn't all that bad of a movie. It wasn't that too much of a chore to get through. It was good. The, the times it slowed down, they were doing like some storytelling, so that's fine. I've got no issues with storytelling. Not overly predictable. It's, you know, it's a perfectly fine movie, man. Uh, CGI. Uh, every now and then, not the best, but overall, not horrible. So, I give the movie 
I give it one and a half thumbs up. That seems about right. You know, didn't hate it. Not overly. It's not a movie like I would buy and add to the collection. But like I mentioned there a second ago, I'd glad to watch it again. <laughs> I'm not against watching it again. That's fine. So yeah, overall, those who wish me dead, not a horrible movie. Not a bad movie. It's 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 worth the watch. It's worth the check out for sure. So do that if you have HBO Max. Which is interesting. I said do that if you have HBO Max. It doesn't really give it a huge like hey, go out to theaters and see it. I don't know. Like I said, I don't know if I would go see this movie in theaters. But it's worth watching at home, if that makes sense. You know, it's worth the check out, but at home. Um, I think that's why I give it, and man, I think that's why I'm not giving it too enthusiastic thumbs up. It's because I can't wrap, I still can't, even though I don't hate the movie and I enjoyed it, I can't see myself going to theaters to see it, if that makes sense, you know? So yeah, not bad, not bad. Trying to think if there's anything else I want to talk about. Um, that does get brutal at points. Nothing grotesque or insane, but it does have some violence to it for sure. It's again the acting's good, the story's fine. It's just a little bit of pacing. A little bit of pacing is an issue. But other than that, I'm good with it, man. So there you go. That's the review for this week. Um last episode I did the Spoiler thing. I don't know if I need, really need to go into it too much here. It's, you know, <laughs> it is. Well, hang on. All right, maybe we can do some spoiler talk. So, before I get into spoiler stuff, you know, gonna hit that alarm. Hopefully, it's not loud as hell this time. Let me double check the. All right. Um, but before we close it out, thank you so much for joining me this week. I hope you all. Have a great to listen. Enjoy this episode. Whenever you listen to it, I thank you and appreciate you for taking the time to listen to my show. Uh, if you want to follow me, you already know how to follow me. You already know how to find the show. Um, so again, thank you so much for joining along. And remember that happiness can be found even in the darkest of times if one remembers to turn on the light. I'm going to hit the alarm here in a second. I'm going to go into spoiler talk here in a moment. But until then, again, thank you so much for joining me. If you don't want any spoilers, please go ahead and exit the show now. Keep your hands inside the vehicle at all points in time as the lift thing opens to let you out. <laughs> but thank you again for joining the ride. Talk to you all next week. If you're staying around for spoilers, hang on after this alarm. Let that go just a little bit longer than I needed to, but hey, freaking minions are hilarious, man. Um, so, spoiler talk time for this movie. So, like I said, the movie starts off pretty quickly, and we start off in like a like a freaking fire scene where I gotta sneeze. Hang on, woo! Freaking fully vaccinated, but still cover that bad boy up. Um, so we start off. In the freaking woods or forest, whatever you want to call it, where there's a fire going on. We see Angelina Jolie's character and some firefighters fighting a fire. And we see it kind of go wrong and things happen. She wakes up out of a dream. So immediately we realize that her character is haunted by something. And, you know, of course, in the synopsis, it says that she's reeling from something. So we get introduced to what she's, what's haunting her and all that stuff. After that, there's a scene where these two freaking guys 
who seem like they're uh, gas people showing up at the house, check on the gas and all that good stuff, who are there, and they just freaking, they walk in there, and all of a sudden they walk out, you're like, what the heck just happened? What's going on? What's going on? What happened? And then freaking start putting things together, it's like you get blood on your shirt, you're like, oh, fuck, you know? And the house explodes. Good explosion, by the way. Good explosion. So immediately the movie starts off, like I said, it starts off quick, gives us some ideas of what's going on, gives us an introduction to Angelina Jolie's character, as well as an introduction to these freaking characters and something's afoot. So, good opening, things happening there. We move forward, and again, this, like I said, we get backstory again on, you know, Angelina Jolie's character of Hannah, we get some backstory of freaking Connor and his dad, his dad works for, like, his dad's like an accountant, who found out some information, and that's why all this stuff's going on, because information gets out, they're gonna kill people, and all that stuff, so, he's on the run now, because he's figured it out after seeing a news report about the house explosion, and he gets out of there, takes his kid, skips school, um, and he's running off, and he explains to the kid everything that's going on, and all that stuff, and so they're on the run, you know, and then freaking, we meet John Bartholomew's character, who is the freaking sheriff there and all that stuff good character and good dude and you know freaking this is just like quick take of the movie so connor and his dad end up going they're going towards his house because you know they have history and all the good stuff so he's going up there where it seems like a safe place freaking the bad guys already went to the connor's house and they found the picture and they kind of put two and two together where he's going so they're heading up there to cut him off and that's what they end up doing man they end up cutting him off they set up a trap shoot him Shoot up the car. The car goes flying off the road. Um, the dad's still alive and the kid's still alive, but the car's messed up. Dad got shot a couple times. He gives the kid the information. He's like, here, run. Go hide. Get away from this. Whatever you see, don't do anything. Just go. And freaking the bad guys find him and freaking shoot up. Not the kid. Shoot up the dad and all that stuff. And the dad's gone and dead. The car goes flying again and crashes and the kid's off, and then freaking, he's going through the woods, he comes across Angelina Jolie's character, who is there, in, uh, in the woods, they meet up, he tries to run away, because he doesn't know if he can trust her, she runs him down, all that stuff, the kid's not trusting her still, kind of kicks her, and all that stuff, uh, a little bit of funny moments, in, in between there, but it's kind of serious still, but a little bit of funny moments, she called him really fast, and all that stuff, so good stuff there, not, not overly horrible, and all that stuff, um, she's in the watchtower, that's where she's at now, she's put in the watchtower, because, again, her history and reeling with, uh, reeling with fighting the fire, she has been assigned to the Watchtower and all that stuff. So, at least that's what I'm getting from the movie. So, you know, she's got the kids, she's taken to the Watchtower, but the Watchtower was hit by electricity recently. That's why um, Angelina Jolie kind of jumped out of the Watchtower and slid down, cut up her hands pretty bad with a rope burn. And, you know, that's how they came across each other because she was in the woods uh, with the water in like a creek or a river or whatever, lake, whatever, not a lake, whatever, a body of water, <laughs> um, so that's what that was going on, that's how they met, and all that stuff, freaking the bad guys, you find out that the kid got away, because their news report, they only reported the body of the dead, and they, uh, this girl drove by, was driving by at the same time, caught him, and they shot her, she got shot in the head and killed as well, um, like I said, the movie is kind of brutal, <laughs> think about it more, the movie is pretty brutal, and these bad guys are freaking, like I said, they are bad guys. And so they only poured that to the kid's still awake. The guy they're working for who ends up to be freaking, what's his name, Terrence Howard. Um, they're talking to him and all that. And it's like, you got to find the kid. You got to get him. 
you know, we can't have information getting out pretty much. I'm giving the Cliff Notes void of that, but, you know, pretty much. And so they're going after the kid. They find the house where uh, John Bartholomew is at, but he's not there. His wife is there, who's very pregnant. She catches on quickly that they're not bad guys. They try to pull off kind of a scheme like they're cops, but she catches on that they're bad guys right away. And freaking, they go in the house, they chase her around and all that, and they uh, get her down. And they're making her ask all these questions. They see that she's pregnant, so they're kind of like, all right, you've answered all these questions, your kid can survive. Their girl can survive because they got it out of her that it's a girl. Um, but then, you know, she's like, she's answering them, but she gets to a point where I don't know, and they're going to threaten her and all that stuff. She's like, oh, the boys would, the boys with my husband, the boys with my husband. And they're like, all right, call them, no funny business. So she calls them. He's talking about, how's the boy? Is he hungry? I bet he's hungry and all that stuff. And they, one of the bad guys catches on. Oh, that's a, that's a safe word and freaking hits her and throws her down to the ground. She got something next to the fireplace. This is the part that I'm talking about. Oh, that's a badass moment where he's like, oh, you're pointing it the wrong way. She's like, no, I'm not. Freaking turns that thing on, th gets fire attached to it, throws it around, sets the dude on freaking fire, sets the bag other guy on fire. Freaking, she starts to go run away. One of the other guys shooting at her. She's got a gun now. She shoots back, back and forth, back and forth. She gets out the house. She's good. She's gone, right? Well, she's on the phone with her husband, so her husband comes pulling up. He's there now. Um, after she's got away, they, they're looking for her. They can't find her. Uh, they see him pull up, so they pull out a little trick where one goes to hide and the other's going to go the other way. Uh, they immediately kill John Bartholomew's character's partner. Uh, he's coming up. He's looking for him. He gets freaking trapped and all that stuff. Freaking sucks. But um, that happened. Good scene. Freaking good scene. Solid scene again. Like I said, there's a badass moment there as well. They go forward. All that stuff. Uh, they have him tracking the kid now. Because he knew where it was at. They go. They have him tracking the kid. They're like, you're going to help us find him. Uh, John Bartholomew is like, you're going to kill me anyways. Why don't you just kill me now? Do it. All that stuff. Good acting from John Bartholomew. He's like, nah, blah, blah. You know, yada, yada, yada. They go on from there. Um, I know this is like spoiler talk, but I'm not fully spoiler talking. <laughs> but, you know, he tries to get the gun away from him. They wrestle him down and they make him help him even more. Continue to help him. And they keep walking through the woods and they end up coming across the watchtower where Angelina Jolie and Connor are at. They tried to go um, get to a news. That's what Connor wants to do. He wants to talk to the news. Uh, get this information out across the news about what happened to his dad and all the information his dad has and why these people are hunting him and all that stuff. Uh, they were trying to do that earlier, but that's when they noticed the fire. Uh, she was in the watchtower, but a, a lightning hit. Again, lightning hit the watchtower knocked everything out, so she wasn't able to call anybody at the time. So they're walking through the woods, and they come across the fire. Uh, there's no way for it to be reported because she would have reported it. She wasn't there because of the lightning and all that stuff. Um and in between the time of getting through the fire, they walk through a field where lightning is popping off, on and off. That was a pretty cool scene as well. And the movie's got some really cool scenes in it. And so there's the fire. It's like, we can't get through this. They go back to the watchtower. While they're at the watchtower, Angelina Jolie sees um, John Bartholomew and the two bad guys escorting him through the woods, if you will. <laughs> and they come across a watchtower and like, is there anybody up there? Looks like nobody's up there. But one of the guys sees smoke coming out of the chimney. He's like... Seems kind of weird for a fire person to leave fire on in the watchtower and not be there. So they send John Bartholomew up there. They're like, you know, let us know if anybody's up there, if the kid's up there. If not, set it on fire so we know that you're not lying. And he's up there. And, of course, Angelina Jolie's up there. And freaking the kid's up there. And he's talking to him. And the other bad guy's like, we need to get higher up. We need to get a better advantage of this stuff. And first they're watching, they're like, oh, he's not doing anything, he's just standing in there, but one of them catches on that he's always talking to somebody, and they start shooting up the place, 
Bartholomew gets shot, and um, Angelina Jolie and the kid get out. Like, there's a way for them to get out. They get out the back. They slide down the rope wire. They go running, and the bad guy's like, we're going to go after him. But at this point, the wife, John Bartholomew's wife, is caught up to him because she came after him, and she caught up with him. She shoots at him. They, the two bad guys split up. One goes after the kid. The other one's going to go after the wife. And the one that goes after the wife does not turn out well for him. <laughs> um, gets exactly what he freaking deserves. It's an intense moment there, too. But, oh, man, there's some intense moments going on there. The gun runs out of bullets at one point. You're like, oh, fuck, no. He's going to kill her. But freaking A, she gets, she gets the last laugh, man. Good scene there. And then the other bad guy, she goes up to the watchtower to check on John Bartholomew and see that he's bleeding really bad. Um, go through the woods now. The bad guy catches up with Angelina Jolie. They're walking through the woods. She's hurt, of course. Uh, she's limping. She got struck by lightning in the foot earlier. And on top of that, she took a pretty wild fall off of the watchtower earlier in the movie. She takes another one off of the watchtower there at the end when they're trying to escape. So she's pretty beat up. She's limping through the woods. And then at one point, she just, just stops and tell, tells the kid, hey, run this way, go that way, because she's going to have to leave him at this point. Once you get to the water, you know what you got to do? You got to duck your head in there and all this stuff because the fire is coming, all that stuff. Run into the fire, go this way, that way. This is the best way for you to survive it because she can't do it. You know, she's freaking hurt. She can't get through it. Uh, she's kind of slowing him down and all this stuff. The bad guy's catching up to her, so she's going to wait there for the bad guy and try to cut him off while the kid goes running. So the kid goes running. We see the bad guy coming. Uh, Angelina Jolie's behind a tree. You're like, all right, the intense moment. Like, is he going to catch her behind this tree? What's going to happen? He's going forward. Thinks he sees her. She comes out from behind the tree. Tries to stab him with a freaking, I guess, I don't know what it is. But um, it's a weapon. Or maybe. Who knows? But goes in for the stab. Freaking, there's a fight between those two. She gets a shot in. He gets a shot in. All this stuff. The kid distracts him. Angelina Jolie gets a good shot in. But the freaking bad guy's still fighting. Hits her in the face and all that stuff. Um, the kid goes running again. Because Angelina Jolie sends her off <laughs> and sends him off. And they're fighting and he gets the upper hand on her. He's punching her hard in the face. He's using her bait now. So the kid's like, come out and I'll stop torturing her. And freaking super bad guy moment here. Uh, the kid's like, if I come out, will you let her go? And he's like, no, I won't let her go, but I'll stop torturing her. It's like freaking A, man. <laughs> freaking bad guys. Um, so the kid comes out and... Bad guys like turn around. You can see that he's gonna come over there and freaking kill the kid. And then Angelina Jolie gets up, freaking stabs him from behind with the freaking thing again. And he's freaking back and forth. The kids got him, and then freaking Angelina Jolie's got him down. He's ready to be killed. Bad guys like go ahead and do it. And she's like, "No, the fire will take care of you. You can suffer." Freaking awesome moment, man. <laughs> freaking awesome moment. And then, you know, pretty much from there, they go to the woods. They do the thing that Angelina Jolie was talking about, getting into that body of water, um, get under it while the fire is there, come up for a breath of air, get back under it. And then from there, freaking, we go back to the watchtower where Bartholomew's wife is, and freaking fire is coming in on the watchtower. It's just freaking, it's a dreary moment. You're like, oh man, this freaking watchtower is about to be taken out. These two are, they're going to die together with the baby and all this stuff. It's just rough. Um, they go. Back to the Angelina Jolie. Now the fire is gone. It's gone over that area. It's moved on to another part of the woods. And Angelina Jolie and the kid are walking back towards the watchtower. We get back to the watchtower. We see both characters. We see the watchtower actually survived the fire. Um, the fire went over the watchtower somehow or another. I don't know if fire works. I didn't know we could do that. But um, it went over the watchtower. And 
uh, we see the wife moving, but we don't see John Bartholomew's character moving. We're like, ah, oh, fuck, man. And um, we, we finally the plane shows up, and we got some people, and they see movement on the watchtower, so they dive down. A couple of them go to the watchtower. They see movement in the woods, so one of them goes over to the woods. They find Angelina Jolie and the Connor kid. They see him. They're saved. Those who are saved, they go up to the watchtower. They see the wife and um, check on her, and the other guy goes to check on John Bartholomew's character. Like, we need a medvac. And the wife says, uh, no rush, which, you know, pretty much lets us know that he already died, which fucking sucks, man. He was such a good character during the movie, and it sucks to see him die. Kind of gives you that ending to the movie where it's like, well, I guess it's good because they survived at the same time. Fucking hell. Uh, one of the characters didn't survive, and all these woods are just destroyed by fire. Um, which the bad guy set, by the way. The bad guy set the fire with some flares. That's, they use that as bait to distract you know and i mean be honest it's a it's a good idea uh not supporting it by any means fucking horrible thing to do but on the bad guy's perspective it's a good idea and so that's pretty much how the movie ends you know angelina jolie's able to save the kid this time unlike the first time where those three people perished in the fire and that's why she was so traumatized before she was able to save the kid this time in the fire and be able to face the fire again um that's pretty much how the movie ends. They're attended by medical people. Uh, the news team comes there to talk to Connor as he was trying to get done the whole time. And the movie kind of goes out with us seeing planes and helicopters going over the fire and dropping the stuff that they drop on the these huge wooded area fires and all that. So there you go, man. There you go. Spoiler talk for the movie. Hopefully, if you stayed along this long, you've already seen the movie. If you've seen it, I hope you enjoyed it. Like I said, I I, I enjoyed it. I didn't hate it. I enjoyed it. I probably would definitely watch it again without too much of hesitation. So, there you go, man. That'll do the episode. And again, I thank you so much for joining me. Hope you have a great week or day whenever you're listening to the show. You know, But I appreciate you so much for joining along with me. And again, happiness can be found even in the darkest of times if one remembers to turn on the light. Talk to you all next week. Thank you for joining me this week. Make sure you hit the subscribe button to get updates on all new episodes. As well, follow me on Twitter at review underscore it underscore Rob. Stay tuned for more adventures.